to mention it. Everybody feeling out there? My name is Teddy Color, and this is the Funk Show. Starting off the show correct with my favourite new release from Noor and Unseen. That was I Need Em. Straight into Saka with Deadly Choice. It's one of the biggest dirt releases in a minute. this in the last show but it's absolutely massive make sure you go follow nerds one of my favorite producers right now Why you 
again for joining me this is volume five got a huge guest joining me later in the show it's none other than blue bear blue bear's actually out of leeds uk so he come down to london to meet me at the mode studio uh, this isn't actually the live recording um i'll explain more later in the show but didn't go entirely to plan Huge double there. This is a track from Lazarus's Eyes on the Price. Doubled up with Sudier, Angel Dust. About to spring another double on y'all.
Shouts Lazarus. Tracks too much, then blends with crazy. It's a course of Zarian Mythic, no capping. So in about half an hour's time, I've got an interview from Blue Bear. And then there's guest mix. It's mostly his own production, a lot of exclusives. Keep it locked. Some Matsu Mikabushi. Baseline on this one is too much, bro. Fucking killed it. Valdez, this is Trill, it's off the Loud Talk tape.
drop another huge double on ya. It's Varro with Counting. No, someone actually said to me that I double drop tracks too much in shows. What do you think? I mean, I'm not going to change my style of mixing, but I'm interested to know. track coming in from Debo. Flipped when I found this guy. His tracks are massive. Just smoked out. She runs the same sample as that kill figure and immune. I think it's ice cream, isn't it? I think Debo actually smashed him out of the water with this. show. Basically got to London. Um, studio manager was running a bit late. I invited bare people. Just like all turned up at the studio. I mean, it's like started the show a little bit late. Nerves got the better of me. Started running the show and it's just like fuck. I didn't even like commentate or nothing so I was just like fuck it man. Just gonna have to get back. Just like rerun it. Gonna have to learn from my mistakes though. Don't invite people too many heads when you're trying to do your first live interview. But yeah, I appreciate all you guys coming down. Big ups the Bristol boys. Big ups Blue Bear for coming down and joining me. It's sick meeting him. Sick having a mix as well, live in the studio. You can also say as well that one of my future guests is now going to fly over from the US for his show. That will be in July. I'm not going to release who it is, but keep it locked and you find out.
track from Villain. This is Going Ghost. been chatting we need to get North Posse over get them guys back to back in the studio
favorite track off the only two left alive tape. This is Off the Vitamins with Shaq France.
this is one of them tracks on SoundCloud that I just always used to scroll past. As soon as I actually listened to it, I was just hooked. I've been playing it over and over again.
Funk Show with Teddy Color. Gangster with DJ Young Vamp. It's nearly time for I Need More Blood 2. It's gotta be huge. He said he didn't put his blood into this tape. It's been like. What, like a year? Take the rich and try for the paper, for the glamour, for the glory. 
Hey man, shut up, you boring me, man. breakdowns on this track are crazy like they just do it different shit's emotional smoke smoke another double with young vamp Just a few minutes, got an interview with Blue Bear. 
actually a Blue Bear track off the Ice Out click tape. This is Winter Exit of the Dead. Be sure to run them up. questions i was going to ask you right it's obviously about that yeah. um that funk playlist on spotify right because i know that's yeah. that's quite a big topic at the minute but did you just see that yoke's literally just dropped a video about it oh yeah man that one's oh, bro. <laughs> oh. Like... It, it's like it's it's annoying in some ways because it's like distracting and sort of taken away from the original kind of funk like soundcloud sounds and the sort of community that i'm a part of that, yeah. that we're both a part of and um i think that it's uh, it's obviously like a very popular sound mm. um it's kind of mad how many sort of of these like quote unquote funk artists there are now who are just making yeah. like different like cowbell stuff and like drift funk and that sort of thing but i feel like it needs its like own own little subgenre, but it's a, it's a bit annoying, like to see like an official Spotify playlist, yeah, that's which it. could, yeah, it could be could be showing, you know, like the sick music that's coming out. Like that's it, man. So, We've been waiting for that for ages, and then it finally comes around. And like I was going through it, I was like, hang on, I don't know anyone in here. And then yeah. one person I seen in there was Trey Flip. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's out of the afterlife ep i was like that's amazing but like listening to that it sounds like that's like the only track that sounds like it should be in a funk playlist like everything else is just well, it's just cowboy isn't it like it's house yeah no literally it's like a lot of it's not even like got those roots of like that hip-hop sounds you know like memphis stuff and like it's crazy but yeah, hey so. one day maybe it'll change but yeah for real so you're in leeds right yeah, yeah, I'm in Leeds, yeah. I was going to ask, like, if there... I, I mean, funk seems pretty scarce in the UK on, on, mm. on the whole, but I was going to ask if that's had any part in, like, how you've come to be a funk producer. Uh, I mean, I sort of... I, I, I lived in, um, uh, like, Liverpool before, like, on the Wirral, it's, like, just underneath Liverpool. Okay. Um, but I only, I only moved there when i was like like 10 or something okay yeah i think it was 10 um moved there from uh germany from uh, cologne oh really um yeah yeah it's it's like sick over there like i still go back but like i've noticed like in in germany like there's actually funk is like popping off like over yeah, there like, there's a lot of sort of smaller shows going on so yeah because i don't want to go over from in there yeah yeah sorry man he's not from cologne i don't think um he's uh, calling the exact yeah. city yeah, yeah, he is. I feel like he might be from Hamburg. I'm not 100 percent sure. But, okay. But, oh, so you're you're actually born in Germany. 
Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. So like, it's sick to see somewhere that like I know and I sort of still go to where it's starting to the scenes like starting to grow. Mm. Um, but like in uh, like Leeds, it's like pretty much non-existent. Uh, yeah. Same like with Liverpool. But like, I think the best thing like the amount of stuff about having radio shows and having like that sort of thing and even live shows potentially in the future in the UK is sort of yeah. how uh, the scene might might grow here and because could actually be something really big because the sound all the different songs and sounds and all that they're so sick so i think there's potential for it but yeah exactly just need to push it you met um you met jake and the lads from bristol in london yeah they actually they hit me up because they seen that i was doing the show and then straight away they were like yo we're doing some live events we want to sort of like work with you it's just like both try and make it happen so um yeah they're they're grafting that's class like i think that's like something that's needed like sort of live shows and like i've seen on instagram like over in there like in russia there's like there's like bare live shows going on and all that um, oh, yeah it's like outlaw fiends and cloudy main and mm. them guys that yeah they're doing some bits aren't they yeah it's class like to see not only like people playing live shows but there's like a big audience for it like people seem to like really be fucking with it yeah um and I think this exact same thing could happen like in any country, you know, where hip hop is like a sound that is popular, you know, because yeah. it's just sort of a, a subgenre that comes off. So like trap music and hip hop stuff. Exactly. Um, and I think as well, like with like sampling and like all that sort of thing, with the whole like sample wave is like actually taken over a lot of hip hop stuff. Like it's oh, sick yeah, to see um, the production style on like, uh, on like different albums, like newer albums, like mainstream artists, like, like 21 Savage comes to mind now where a lot of the production, I think it was his last album, like a lot of the sounds and that, I was thinking, are pretty similar to a lot of the sounds that you hear with like the newer sort of funk music and stuff, so. Yeah, um, he had that album cover as well that looked like, it was like Pen and yeah, Pixel style, wasn't it? Yeah, always, Pen and Pixel. I looked at it and thought, damn, it's 21 just dropped a funk album, but <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, it was similar, but it wasn't like fully funk tracks. Yeah, no, I like it's it's cool to see though, like that that sort of whole like sampling wave is starting to grow, and I yeah. feel like um, yeah, there's definitely like a, a, an audience for it here, so it just needs to just need to see it grow, really. Yeah, for sure, Bristol's definitely the place to start as well. Have you have you been out in Bristol? Never, I never have, but I really want to go. I've heard great oh, things. So, well, I mean, it won this like if this happens on the in April, I mean, come down for that. That'll be. No, I'll definitely, bro. I'll be down. I've only had Sick. a couple nights out in Bristol, but they've always been top tier. But yeah, going back to sampling, what's like, what's a bit of a go-to for you? Because you've got definitely like a particular sound palette, like mm. within your sampling. So what's like, what's your go-to method for that? So one side of it is sort of just um, going through like just loads of YouTube playlists um, and like. That's a great way to sort of like sometimes say if I'm like getting a train somewhere or something like that, so I've got like a, an hour to kill or two hours to kill, yeah. I'll just download like a bunch of songs off YouTube and cut up all the samples and that while I'm on the train. And I get like, I'll have like a nice sort of like pack of go to samples. And one thing I like about that, like having sort of a bunch of chopped samples ready to go, is when I'm working on songs, something I like to do in a lot of songs is. Okay. Um, do like sort of sample flips and that sort of thing. Yeah. And when you have like loads ready to go, you can just um, you can just test loads of different samples out and find like really sick flips to do like in the middle of songs. Uh, I mean, sometimes like I'll hear a, I'll hear a, like a, a song and um, I'll just sort of like 
hear hear like a little a little section of a song and be like, right, that's already ready to go. Download it, chop it, start making a song from it. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I think chop samples they're so useful to not only do stuff with just quickly like finding new ideas to to sort of change up a song, but yeah. on top of that, like. Um, they're great to just like get ideas started really quickly like if I just want to like start making a beat like I'm feeling like I'm I'm ready to ready to go and make one I can just go through find like a a sound or whatever a little a little chop and just and just start working and I think that's like one of the best things with um, all these like bigger kits that come out with like different um, like different like pre-chop samples in them is you can get like ideas started really quick like especially uh uh, North Posse's last kit, Paris Robbery. He sent yeah. that one through to me when it came out, and all my the samples in that kit are so sick. Yeah. So like, I'd rec- if anyone's like looking to get into new kits, I recommend that one. Also, uh, uh, Matthew Mikaboshi dropped a new kit the other day, and I've yeah. just been looking at that today. His stuff's it's, crazy, isn't it? Mm, yeah, he's, he's so he's so sick. Like, really uh, original, like sound and like way of sort of chopping up the drums and stuff. To yeah, it's, I'm it's, glad it's you really sick. Them. Yeah. North Posse because I was going to ask how like how did it come about you guys working together because you've obviously read how many how many tapes have been now <laughs> oh bro years. like we, I think we've done we've done four of the Bear Out on Northside tapes yeah. um, but it was I think uh, he just hit me up on he, he liked uh, my Taz and Scraps EP okay and that was like the, the first sort of EP I did where I'd kind of because I saw I've been on SoundCloud for a while um like making sort of music and and working at it and improving my sound and all that sort of thing and i feel like the first project that i dropped that i was truly like this is like something that i i'm like so proud of like and all this i worked so much on that on that project yeah like it was like six months thing of like cutting out bringing things back in and like working on different things like just just to get the like perfect track list going that i was happy with but on top of that it was like ages before that just like getting all these tracks that worked on for ages and i I kind of finished this project and uh i was like so happy with it like so happy with the sound i had and i remember he was really like fucking with it and he just hit me in my dms was like oh do you want to collab on something and i was like yeah man like let's go so like he sent me i think he sent me like just one project and i sent like one back um, and then it kind of started snowballing where we just started sending each other like I think like by the end of the first week we'd send each other like eight or nine projects each damn yeah, um, you both we like right a fast work rate like you guys you guys are putting out tapes like frequently oh yeah I mean it's crazy like it's it's the he's he's his energy is like so good like it, I think we match really well in the terms of like our view of like making music and sort of like getting ideas going seven three to each other like it's crazy like how talented he is he'll just be send me like three projects um that he's got for me and every single one is just like insane yeah and, like yeah i've got so much respect for that guy like he's, he's he's such a good artist but um yeah no he sort of just hit me hit me off um on soundcloud and we we sort of uh went from there like i remember talking about like the name of the ep and we we're trying to like get both of our uh both of our like SoundCloud names involved, so we were like they're out on north side. Yeah, it's worked so well. It's almost like I don't know, people I'm guessing people look at you like as a bit of a duo, like the amount of work mm. you've together now. Um, yeah, definitely. And yeah, I think a, a lot of people see that. He's like um, but he's I feel from like Russia as well, isn't he? He's from uh, Ukraine. Oh, um, Ukraine, okay. Yeah, yeah. But um it's sick to see this sort of like 
uh, I think you like obviously you get like collab tapes and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and I really enjoy like working with people, like getting inputs from from different people. And sometimes I'll have like a track where I'll have worked on it for like quite a while, but it's still like I feel like it can be missing like that extra link. Mm. And they'll go like, right, well, if I can get uh, an input from someone else here, whether it's flipping the sample, maybe, maybe changing what I'm doing or what I've done on it or something like that, you can uh, get like some really cool results and some really cool tracks like through that collaboration and like obviously like as i said you, you get like different artists who do like a collab tape together but um i think because me and him just like work really well together yeah. we um we just sort of kept banging out uh, more and more eps because the first one like it, it did pretty well um i don't know what the numbers are on it like at the moment but i seem like people enjoyed it quite a lot and then the second one was where it really like popped off like I think the the first the intro track um, on volume two is like probably one of my favorite favorite tracks I've ever made. Yeah. Like the sampling on it is just so sweet. But yeah, like he's a good guy to work with, and like uh, it's really good fun. So yeah, I think I think that's uh, something that should happen more. Like when artists find people, uh, like other like people they can make sort of good connections with, and like and like make good tunes with, then they should work with them like as much as they can. You know, try and. Yeah, really I mean, like push it's like hard enough working with artists over. Well, it's not that hard, but working with people online. But um, mm. North Pussy's not even like he's not his English isn't like that good. So the fact that you guys can make this amount of tunes and make them this well is crazy. Yeah, man, it was so funny. I remember the first time we hopped on uh, Instagram Live together. Yeah, and it was it was like it was funny because you could see there was like that language barrier. Yeah. But like still, when we were like playing each other like snippets for like different labs, we were gonna send each other and that sort of thing. Like this sort of there was sort of this uh, still this way that we were just relating over like yeah. these like, like hard man, tracks and that sort of thing. Talking in it. Yes, mate. Yeah, <laughs> but I think he, he said he wanted to like a like a, I think it was. I don't know, like ages ago, because I've been working with him for like a long time now. But um, mm. he was saying like he wanted to visit the UK sometimes. So that'd be yeah. sick. Like he um after after we went to London, he actually messaged me. Um, he was just like he just said like, "Bro, start a funk gang." And I was like, "What do you mean?" He was like, "Like a collective or something." Mm-hmm. I sort of said like, "Oh, I haven't like I haven't really got the the time at the minute because I actually like the amount of hours I put into like just pre-planning the shows and that." So. I, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, yeah, get him over. Like, do you know what I mean? If we can get some shows going, like you guys headline a show together, that'd be fucking. Oh man, that'd be class. I see what you mean. It's like starting a sort of collective and stuff. Like, like I work with, um, like the last tape, like lab tape I was on for like a group was the last Ice Out clip tape. Okay. And like that team is like so sick. Like the roster's class, and I think every tape that's come out from them is like really, really cool. So yeah, because you had yeah, that great collab film. with um, Shadow Star on there, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I sent once, one single, and yeah, and then a collab with Shadow Star. That was that was a sick one. It was one. I think it was me, him, and Posse worked on it. It was. I think we we we'd originally been planning on making like branching out, like me and Posse, and the next like tape we were gonna do was uh, gonna be made with a couple of like extra artists that we really were like fucking with like get them on the tape as well sort of uh maybe like maybe not under the same like bear out on north side like tag but like even like a new chapter or something like that with okay some more artists i mean we ended up just saying right we're gonna stick it like to just the two of us making like what we've always made like keep it going um and then uh and then like yeah 
uh, the lab with Shadowstar, the vibe of it is like very sort of like dark, like Memphis sort of stuff. And like it didn't fit the vibe of the last last tape that was coming out. So we were like, right, we're going to save this release, pop it off somewhere else. And then we found like that Ice Out Click tape was perfect for it. Because, you know, me, Posse and Shadowstar are all in that collective. So yeah, we uh, we got it on there and people seem to, seem to really be fucking with it as well. Yeah, because it's like... I find I find it really hard like describing it's almost like subgenres in it but like the sound that you and North Posse have it's a bit more like heavy hard hitting it's like yeah um, yeah yeah shadow star stuff's maybe a bit more like uh it's a bit more like crunchy got me a bit more of like a lo-fi sound I guess yeah the production's more like more like gritty yeah but it's, uh, it's like um everyone's referring to it as dirt now isn't they like yeah like, yeah yeah cool. like um, mm, yeah, he immediately comes to mind. Just so sick. Yeah, it's crazy. That that's like what I'd consider maybe like the biggest sound in funk right now. Like it seems like it only come about that it's like been huge in the last say couple months. But like yeah. everyone's making it and they're making it like crazy. Like um, Arturo out of um, he's out of London. Isn't yeah, he? he's London based, isn't he? He yeah, um, did a couple of lives with him. But it's cool to see like because he's like. I don't know when he started like on SoundCloud, but it's sick to see like newer artists like popping off and making really sick stuff. The level like keeps increasing and you know. When did you start on SoundCloud? I mean your your earliest tracks, what, two two years ago, but I think you've been pretty yeah. long. Um, yeah, no, I started like I think I was like seventeen or eighteen. Oh. Um like, I'm twenty now. I think it was yeah, I think it was seventeen like three years ago. Yeah. Um, I started, I think I, I got uh, the like fruity edition of FL. No, it was the demo version. And I was just like messing around on that, trying to make like, I think it was literally like trying to make like these really trash, like lo fi beats. Mm. Um, and then I sort of progressed and started trying to do funk and like the mixing and all my stuff was just so fucking awful. <laughs> like, it was so bad. <laughs> but like, like listening to some, because I still have a lot of those tracks just like privated, like they're like not, not very good. But I think one thing about that is having them still there as I can see the the progression of like learning more and like getting better and I think that's some of the like one of the best parts of like doing uh, music and doing it yourself like just on your laptop it's like you can really like get into it and really like improve if you just put the time in like uh, I'll speak to people and they'll like ask me like about production and say they want to get into it and things like that and I'm just like right well just like get uh, an, a, a DAW and just start making because I, I just got like addicted to it like i literally would just spend like three hours a day just like making beats every day yeah, like they weren't that good but i think that like addiction of like just like making music all the time was something i i really really enjoyed um and i still do like but yeah no it's, With, it's um funk you've definitely got like the room for a bit of, like i mean mixing and mastering doesn't need to be like crazy in this genre i mean you can go you can go pretty mm. mad to just like Everyone just whacks a soft clip on that, don't they? It just goes crazy on the mix. Oh yeah, no, like, like I always like thought. I know a lot of like some of the really like big like popping artists at the moment. Like seeing what they like, I think it was just like in Instagram Q and As, or even seeing like FLPs that they've done. Yeah, it literally would just be like a soft clipper and then some EQing on the top. Yeah, like, maybe a limiter as well to to like boost the volume and some of the sounds. But yeah, apart so, from that, like. Sudier's one, he um he done an Instagram <laughs> yeah. didn't he? I think it was for that loose uh, yeah. lucid Monday takeover, and I was just like, I was expecting it to be like so so yeah, like, deep, and then he was literally just like, 
Oh, what is it? I uh, just chucked T-Rack soft clipper on it. I just mix loud as fuck and just... Yeah, bro. Yeah. It's crazy, like, how many... Like, I think it shows, though, like, mastering, like... Uh, like, I'll get, like, DMs with people being like, oh, how'd you master and stuff like that? And, like, I've got, like, a way of mastering where I, I've sort of found just using soft clipper and limiter. Yeah. And, like a li Yeah, soft clipper and limiter on it, just, like, is what I usually do for the master, but everything else is just leveling your sounds and making sure they're at the levels that you want them. But like, I never want to tell people, like, exactly what I do, because I think all of the advice I've given people is just start off using a soft clipper and like yeah. find your own ways of doing it and that's how you get like more of a like original sort of sound to your music if that makes sense like you yeah, sort of definitely. learn to do it yourself and you get something like sounds a bit different like yeah. seeing the way like the way um because i working recently with um amatsu mikaboshi like just seeing his mastering um like game it's like crazy like he's like clearly like has learned and like put so much work into like getting all of his uh mastering channels like perfect like it means it means he's got like this sort of sound that's like i think it's different from a, a lot of the stuff you hear so yeah because yeah, I, I when i did produce i've 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 sort of just like fucked it off now but when i did i used to go so over the top trying to mix and master like i used to like surgical eq like every single every mm. single noise and then i was just like getting to the end i'm like this isn't even fucking good why have i just spent like five <laughs> hours doing that to this track no yeah. i feel that I've, 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 I've like i think i've like i'd sort of gone through trying all that sort of stuff and trying to learn how to mix differently and i, I found out like just good sound selection um you know if you need good sounds get the bar on north side kit Get the plug yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, Got a plug. No, like, that, yeah, there's loads of like good kits out there. Um, like, I feel like uh, if there's a great kit, like I think it's Polo Boy Shorty's uh, Goat Kit. Like, that's got like so many sick sounds. Yeah, and that's like used to be like my go-to for a while because it's just got like everything basically. Like um, that, that I think anyone would need to like work and then they can find new stuff but also like start creating their own sound because I'm, I'm working on like a solo kit at the moment but i'm like it's kind of taking ages because i'm only wanting to really use my own sounds and that sort of thing stuff that i've modified and like kind of worked with and yeah but, you know kind of going with it like that but there's yeah, definitely it's like, like um a few too many kits as well that are just like people are dropping kits but they're just like recycled ones so it's well good to hear that you're <laughs> that you're doing a kit where you've done mm. like a load of processing on it and then putting it out. Yeah, it's not even that. I feel like if you want to get like an artist's like original, like if, you, if you're trying to sound just like like an artist or trying to like use the sounds of sort, like, that someone else uses, trying to get a certain vibe in your song, mm. then like if you're going to buy someone's like exact kit, then um, yeah, that would like, uh, like, I guess, yeah, that, that can make sense, you know? And I think that's actually especially good if like you're, you're, you're just learning to start like making oh, sort yeah, of funk definitely. music. Like if you were to buy like that um, Studio and DJ Smokey kit, like you're going to have all the sounds you'd need to make the vibe that, that you want to. And then once you've sort of learned how everything works, learn to mix a bit better like and all that sort of thing you can then branch out and like do your own thing and all that yeah. but um like i think it's like mad like how you have like new artists who come out and like start making stuff and there's so much like like just gatekeeping and sort of um people will like put people down like 
call them all like clones and all that sort of thing but it's like you shouldn't gatekeep it you know get as many people making music as they can and then once they have like started working a bit they're gonna develop and sort of find their own sound and more oh yeah the community will just grow even bigger and bigger i see what people are like getting at to a degree like Mm. some people that are just outright trying to they're not trying to like be original but it's good like if they like they get decent app producing and they break out of that that's amazing but that made me think then that um you know that fucking that memphis 666 page like, oh, aid, <laughs> yeah them guns but that, aid, that's so aid, funny, bro. they posted um they posted one ages ago like relating to what you're saying now about like people mm. cloning and it was like it was it was like the picture of a load of fucking spider men all pointing at each other and yeah. it was just like yeah. <laughs> everyone trying oh, to that shit made me crease, bro. <laughs> yeah um, that fucking page is out to out to get everyone in it yeah no i remember it's all good fun like i see how it is but i think because of uh the the sound of like because you you definitely have like different sounds like on on soundcloud uh, sorry for like funk sorry where you have like uh the sort of dirt stuff um you've got the more like funky sort of like stuff like you know smoky and like cds stuff um and then you've got like the stuff like like in that 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 spider-man uh meme like you've got the more like these like hard-hitting like sort of trap beats that like me posse berry main some of the older like roland jones stuff like a couple years ago maybe because he makes like different stuff now like he saw i think yeah he's um, done well good with like the the boom bap sound he's like absolutely yeah no nah, he does he does that like no one else can like for yeah real. and i think that's like i remember i remember seeing some of his first stuff come out like ages ago and i was like amazed like at just how how good he was but also the sort of different the different uh types of sounds that he had in his music and like the different vibes and that sort of thing yeah, um but, like he's he? yeah he's, he's class he's like probably like have you got a definitely like one of the uh nah i never worked with him um i'd want to but like yeah, we need to make that happen if roland ever i feel like this, this, there's also like different paths you can go down with it like because i know like a lot of producers will do like paid labs and stuff but i feel like i kind of want to stay you know true to it yeah. and not like, be sort of paying someone to work with. I want to like work with someone because yeah. they 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 like want to make something like sick. A paid um, lab's not going to have the same heart in it that uh, mm, like, mm, exactly, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Roland actually liked like he actually liked Volume Four yesterday. So if he if he hears this, he absolutely has to has to get in your DMs. Oh mate, <laughs> imagine. Yeah, now that'd be class. Like he's definitely like a massive like inspiration for me. But uh, I think it was when I, I started when I started making music, my I was really inspired by a lot of more funk sort of stuff. Like I know I was gonna mention before, like my the sampling style that like I've always gone for. Well not the sampling style, but more so that whole like idea of flipping samples and songs and the collection where you can you can really work with your sampling. It's yeah. sort of like like it's mad like cloud bug inspired. Like he was one of the first like producers who like I really was like bumping all the time. Like I think I think Cloudbug's sampling is just like unmatched. Like, it's crazy oh, it's good. Ridiculous. What's it? Um oh what was that? Uh Outer Limits. That was mm. like crazy. Like the vocal sampling in that it's unbelievable yeah like i think around the the first one that i really like started uh getting on the 
the the like the like realizing like how sick and how how sick Sam movie and how how well you can work with it was um, I think it's called oh yeah it's just it's just called like some dumbass shit volume yeah, one yeah. and like the fact that he just puts out this like insane tape like with so many sick tunes it might have been volume two actually like. The fact that you can just put that out and just like the name of it is just like it's just some yeah, it's, shit that he's like, like, he's like oh mate it's sick it's kind of like, like putting he... out like throwaway tapes in it i remember motap put out a throwaway tape and i was like what what's going on here these are all absolute fire like if these are throwaways, yeah, yeah. It's like what else are you sitting on you know yeah man it's it's crazy like um yeah he's 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 sick but like i like i've got um i think it's actually still on my page like from three years ago like my first like playlist that I made of like all the funk stuff that I really liked. I was gonna ask, like obviously aside um Mikabushi and North Posse, like who are who are some of your favourite people you've worked with? Oh, that I've worked with. Well saying I that, mean, even like not that you've worked with, like just yeah, in general, who's your favourites in the scene? Like I'd say my when I was like first starting and like still now, like Mythic was like definitely like oh, yeah. probably my favourite funk artist. Um, yeah, he's crazy. He's fucking like, rest in peace, Tim. Yeah. Like such a loss, but like his music was fucking crazy. Like so yeah. good. Imagine um, like, how good his tracks. Like they were crazy back then, but like it'd have been so good to see like what he's what he'd be making now. You know? Yeah, like it's so mad. I'll, I'll good of it. Like the level of like his sampling, but also like the matching. You like matching like uh, acapellas keys to all the samples and like making these like really really like sick like and it's just like an original like sound yeah. that sort of thing but um like yeah his stuff was like so so good like i think my favorite my favorite funk tape and it still is to this day and it has been for like since it since it came out was uh 1996 mix which is uh i think it was it was a throwaway tape that um mythic just put on his like in a second account um it's like no track list nothing like that um i think it's like 15 minutes long something like that but mm. it's yeah like every track is so so sick um uh but yeah, uh, yeah mythic's so so good like, i love his music and um yeah, it keeps the work on i remember seeing him he worked on logic i've actually got as well like because i've done i've done one collab with him like years ago and then i ended up getting another and i just i didn't really work on it i've still got the files for it now and then he, he passed away and i was just like i've just been sat on it i was just like oh mate i can't really i, I don't know i want to do something but like i've always had a bit of a love-hate relationship with production so i was like i don't know it's one of them it's like if i do something with it it's got to be it's got to be special you know but got your guest mix coming up as well pretty much all your tracks as well and you got a load of exclusives in there yeah no it's all all uh, my tracks some collab stuff um a couple from like a couple tracks from like some of my favorite artists that i decided to throw in there as well but just you know one or two but yeah basically all just uh, some of my favorite some of my favorite tracks that i've released in the past year um but yeah there's a few unreleased ones that'll be be on the next tape yeah, so um oh, yeah we look forward to hearing yeah. that for sure Yo, BK, watch it. 
kick some shit about that gangster shit, man. These niggas they wanna be gangsters and shit.
she got bored. I gave it three, but it should've been four. How many guys don't talk? This ain't beef for my life is war.
want to kick some shit about that gangster shit, man. These niggas they want to be gangsters.
bitch. Got a young bitch, pull it, no, been a bitch. Smoke a lot of goods, and I have a lot of sex. And the eat a brand, or brand on my chick. Bitch, a nigga get it, money, nigga get mad. Pull up, pull up, run it.
brings us to the end of volume five. I want to thank you all so much for joining me again. Thank you, Blue Bear, for being part of the show. You can find the full track list in the description on my SoundCloud. Be sure to get locked in in a fortnight where I'll announce next month's guest. It's a big one, trust me. Whole year, all the guests. Massive. Teddy Colour.